Hey guys, welcome back to the Elbow Show. So this episode is going to be a solo episode. Just me sitting here underneath these beautiful trees. It's a sunny June afternoon and I'm just going to be sharing some of my thoughts. And I thought this would be uh, a really good way, I think, to, to let you guys know about some of my plans for the future, what I've been thinking about. And just the general direction that I want to take things. So, I mean, if you guys have been checking out my Instagram and maybe my past couple of videos, uh, you might have seen that I have decided to put a much bigger focus on on my brand, uh, the Hunters. And so, in this podcast i want to break that down and to really go maybe not super super in depth um i'm just on my lunch break uh from work actually and i don't have too much time but i wanted to sit down collect my thoughts and let you guys know as well for those of you who are kind enough to join me and listen to this podcast so okay my plans for the future I guess it might take, it might be helpful uh, to give you guys context uh, about, you know, what this journey has been like for me up until now. And and then I can bring it to the present and and it'll help you understand where I'm coming from with all this. So when I first came to Japan, you know, I came on the JET program, which many of you guys probably know by now if you've listened to my earlier podcasts or if you've watched some of my videos or just read my tons of posts on Instagram. But the JET program is this really incredible program that it was started by the Japanese government in coordination, cooperation with like 40 other different countries around the world. And basically, it's a youth ambassador kind of internationalization program. Uh, and that's, that's the coolest way to think about it. Uh, and and that's, that's how really I thought about it. But, you know, for most of the participants... You could, you, could, you could say it is the premier English teaching program uh, here in Japan. Um, I really think it's more than that. I, I think uh, especially because the way the pro- program is structured and how you know, participants get sent out to all these different areas around Japan. It's really more like, uh, well, you can really hear the, the trees. I hope the wind isn't too bad. But yeah, you can, it's, it's really more of a, a program that aims to internationalize the kind of more rural communities of Japan. And so I was, you know, I was sent to a somewhat rural area in Gunma Prefecture of a couple hours north of Tokyo. And I just really enjoyed that that uh, my participation in that program, I was basically an assistant language teacher uh, and I would essentially teach English and also run events like, you know, international parties and uh, run, help run student exchanges uh, for kids who would go to Canada and also Canadian kids who would come to Japan for the summer. So I did things like that. Um, and I did that for the maximum tenure that was possible which was five years and 
you know, originally when I first came on that program, I didn't think I was going to be staying that long, but I just really fell in love with Japan during that time period. I really loved the program itself. I don't know if I would have done it indefinitely, but I think five years was a good amount of time to, to do it. And then it was time to move on to something new. And well, really, with that program, because of the maximum tenure, uh, it's kind of like you have to figure out to do something else afterwards. And, you know, after I finished the JET program, I decided I want to stay in Japan. And so I decided to, well, at the time I was already doing, I'd already started YouTube actually and this was back in 2015 so wow almost seven years ago now yeah seven years ago and uh around that time i had probably really already started doing content about cars uh but you know after a couple more years of, of grinding it out in japan as a conversation school teacher so i worked at something called an eikaiwa and i would teach english at a conversation school i decided to moved to Tokyo uh, I got a pretty good job a uh, really actually amazing job um, relatively speaking uh, just in terms of like the different opportunities that were available to like my peers and even to myself and I somehow stumbled upon this really good IT job in Tokyo and I've been in that comp company for the past five years and this whole time I had been you know, growing my YouTube channel with the focus of really getting it to be one of the best uh, channels which are really focused on what has now become one of my greatest life passions, the, the, the culture of Japanese motorsports and the culture and the history and how it, ties, how it all ties into uh, Japanese culture. You know, I always saw uh, the car culture as really... A, a lens through which you could see Japan and and uh, you know the way for example people take care of their cars and then the way they modify them and then the, the thought process it's all the basis of it is is uh, Japanese people and and how they treat any activity really and you know after living here for so long and then myself also you know getting married to a Japanese a Japanese woman I mean, my wife is Japanese and you know spending a lot of time with with her family and, and all all uh, all our Japanese friends it's I, I almost find myself in this position that when I first came to Japan I, I didn't think it was possible to get you know really this this integrated this deep into the culture and um, it's really been a blessing and that is what I've trying to show you guys within my channel i uh, give you guys really a glimpse of what it is really like to live in japan as a foreigner um and of course through the lens of japanese car culture and through my youtube channel i i feel like i've been able to do that pretty successfully pretty consistently for i guess you know really almost yeah actually really over 10 years now because i really started the channel even before i came to japan back in 2010 and I guess part of my longevity is because I never really saw it as a short-term thing, you know, become like a, uh, like a, like a quote-unquote YouTuber or anything. It's, it's, it was all, you know, even before YouTube, I had a blog. And so I just, I loved sharing this experience. So it, it was going to take 
form somehow in, in some different medium. Like right now, I'm doing this in a podcast, so that's different from the videos, right? But, uh, you know, with the way things are going now, um, the channel itself is pretty big. It's, it's my God, 400,000 subscribers, which, which is completely crazy to me. And, you know, we have 100,000 on, on Instagram. Uh, we have a lot of you guys listening to the podcast. I have an amazing group of patrons who are supporting the channel every single month. And because of you guys, it's really gotten to the point where now I feel like it's, it's, I'm coming to a crossroad where I need to decide essentially between, you know, staying at my, staying at my job, staying at my regular nine to five, which admittedly is, is a very good career. And it's, uh, an, an incredibly good career actually. And so, you know, staying in that you could say the safe the safe side or taking the risk going going all in and jumping headfirst into committing to um not really just my youtube channel but but going out on my own that's how i'm trying to think of it um and uh and there's there's different aspects to that right which i'm gonna i'm gonna go into and like I was saying, I think it's really at the point now because the audience is so big. It's not just that it's possible, but it's almost like I feel like I have this responsibility because there's very, very few folks, I think, here in Japan who have somehow, through whatever set of circumstances in their life, have achieved, have been, been able to have the opportunity to be this deep into Japanese culture and also the car culture and to have really been able to meet all these amazing people and learn their stories and 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 also who are fortunate enough to have you know such a an amazing uh uh community like you guys who are following the videos who are uh, subscribers of my channel and unfollow the instagram and listen to this podcast and, and just everything and you know with that responsibility i think there is uh there there is it's i have to um i have to really go hard and take this all to the to what i believe would be the next level which really um to get down to it is is going out on my own and and starting a business so i mean not just going out on my own i mean what the what i eventually see is you know starting a business here in japan um you know incorporating like not not just doing a like a sole proprietor thing uh which i would be if i was just you know just just doing youtube like full time but what i want to do and what i feel like i need to do is not not just for me but for my family and uh for the people who rely on me and also for you guys is i want to uh really make like a proper company uh whether that's a like an, an incorporated corporation or like an llc uh, i'm still trying to figure out the exact specifics of it but you know essentially it to to make it a business um one of the other things i realized is i can't just have like a, a business like making youtube videos um, that is one aspect of it, but another thing that I need to do is I need to separate the income that I make uh, from from AdSense because 
all kinds of things can happen you know it's it's um the algorithm might change or the 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 rate might change for the type of videos that i'm making uh and so it's just some, not something that i can risk for my family because you know my parents are relying on me to support them uh, my wife here in japan also my future kids and so i was really always thinking about you know what are the things that i could do to make this into like a real business and well my big project is to start a clothing company or rather it's it's one aspect of my company will be to make a proper clothing brand and you guys know i already do have my merch which is up until now you know it's it's been really great but i have also been um it's not it's not what it could be i mean you know a lot of youtubers they have merch lines a lot of influencers have have merch but I feel there's an opportunity here to really, you know, not not just have like a merch line, but um, to make a clothing brand that really resonates with with people from basically that are that are like me, that are people who are interested in Japanese uh, motorsports and and the culture and history of that, and and just have this connection to Japan and this passion for. You know, self-improvement, just all the things that I'm about, and because I have that deep connection to Japanese car culture, just by just by being here, and just you know, over the past ten years, just just being, you know, going to Daikoku every weekend, and and, just, and uh, making all my documentaries, like showcasing the culture, like things like that. You know, I think there's a unique opportunity to make to build up my brand to really represent uh what i'm all about and to have that root those roots in japanese car culture so yeah essentially i really want to take my my brand to the next level and have it be like a proper brand and not just you know, just in air quotes like not just uh youtuber merch because I, I believe it could be a lot more than that and you know, especially from talking to my friends like 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 Dustin Williams. And Dustin is a huge inspiration, honestly, because with his brand, with Legends Media, it really shows me what's possible of how his his brand just really represents him and his passion for motorsports and how it's really tied into everything he likes. Even nerdy stuff, you know, like anime and, and Pokemon cards and all that. Um, but it's authentic. And that's that's really one of my biggest inspirations so one of the other things with the clothing brand um like i was saying earlier is that it 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 will really allow me to to really separate the income that i'm making from just you know just youtube because it, to be honest guys it, it fluctuates a lot it goes up and down and so it's not something that i can rely on and that's a really big reason why i haven't um uh, gone full gone all in and, and just um left my job altogether the other reason for that actually was for you guys information is visa issues you know as a foreigner in japan at the time oh well only since last year i've been married and so now that i'm married i i essentially qualify for what is a marriage visa uh, but before that i needed a job basically to stay in japan but you know now i 
I'm kind of able to to go out on my own. And I think it's the right time. You know, the channel has reached kind of like a critical mass where I believe it's possible. You know, 400,000 subscribers, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's absolutely wild to me. Um, and I probably really should have done, it, done this earlier. Gone, gone all in and created my, my clothing line. Just like uh, Eliminate or Dustin Williams or Samet or, or uh, my friend uh, Birdie with Lost Royalty. I, I have a bunch of people I really look up to. And um, you know, we're all friends. And I think it's time for me to step it up to the, ne to the next level. And hopefully even be able to contribute something to them uh, by showing... Hopefully it's possible to to take the Hunter's brand to the next level of streetwear. I mean, one of my big uh, aspirations for it is, is to get it to the same level as something like a, a recognized streetwear brand. Like, um, like, of course, like Supreme, but Supreme is like super, super huge, right? Like Stussy or like X-Large or like, like Undefeated or, you know, like one of these other streetwear brands that you know they and they often have like a root in something like skateboarding culture but there's nothing like that for for uh car culture i mean maybe like illis would probably be the closest um maybe hoonigan so yeah I, I think it's it's really it would be really amazing if we could get to that level so that's kind of what what i'm hoping uh to be able to get my brand to and you know with this renewed focus really on on making it a proper clothing brand you know it's i'm i've just been so excited i mean i've had like these you know back-to-back hour-long meetings with like suppliers and designers and it's i'm just really really hyped up for it and i think it's going to be cool because it's going to add another dimension to the channel uh and one that i think it was going to be very 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 helpful for people who are who have a passion for i mean you know like you might not necessarily be passionate about about uh teaching english but you might see it as an avenue to come here and maybe let's say you do come here on that path well how are you going to get out of it how are you going to transition to the next thing especially if you're a creative individual like me who you know don't want to go into something like finance or accounting or or even um like computer programming or something you know hopefully through my me starting my clothing brand and, and showing you guys the process that i took i hope i'll be able to you know document that whole process and explain like this is how i did it and it's a very complex process but it's very fun and i feel so excited for it guys i feel so excited and uh i, I do think this is the time it's time to go hard and i really want to take this all to the next level uh and yeah, I'm gonna start a real company. Hopefully, I'll be able to do it on the back of my uh, next uh, my next drop, which I'm looking to do second half of the year in July. And my plans are to do like a drop every single month, and um, it'll be new designs and new products. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be it's high time. Yeah, uh, I'm nervous to be honest. One reason I'm making this this, this podcast is to just just uh be completely open and transparent and honest with you guys you know i'm, I'm nervous i don't know if i can do it i'm kind of scared uh, <laughs> i'm worried no one's gonna buy buy the merch no one's gonna support it but we just have to go for it sometimes right and and hopefully i'll be able to look back on this podcast 
and be like you know you know it was hard but there was nothing to be scared of because i could do it and honestly i feel like if i can do it i'm just a regular guy if i can do it then then you guys can too and uh hopefully well no knock on wood yeah it's gonna work out uh i have confidence and i know a lot of you guys believe in me as well so i want to thank you guys for that and i will end this podcast right here like a quick 20 minute podcast i think it's um should be should be some good food good food for thought i don't know i don't know if it's food for food for thought for you guys but it was uh i want to thank you guys because definitely just doing this podcast um helped me think through some things and and really hearing myself talk uh hearing those ideas out loud helped me out as well so if you if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast thank you guys very much and i appreciate you and uh, once again, I'll keep doing my best to really do the only thing I, I really know how to do, which is which is uh, document my experience and share my experience um, here in Japan and within this world of cars and with, with the culture. And so I will end this uh, podcast here. Thank you guys for listening. Much love. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.